the word supply chain probably was said in the last three or four years more than it ever has been in history. And that strategy around that entire uh, journey um, is where we probably spend, you know, the bulk of our our time with clients. There's no such thing as free. It's costing somebody something. Hello and welcome to another episode of Click to Buy. Today I'm joined by my guest Carl from Smart Warehousing and we're going to talk all things Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Well, Carl, we're so excited to have you on the podcast. Thanks for joining us. You're welcome. Happy to be here. Kind of excited to talk about this. Um, this is This will be an interesting topic for sure. Absolutely. So, of course, I've checked out your LinkedIn and have followed your newsletter, but for people who aren't familiar, could you maybe give a little intro about who you are and what it is that you do? Sure, sure. Again, my name is Carl Wassinger. I'm the founder and CEO of a company called Smart Warehousing. We're based in the Midwest in Kansas City, but we have a warehouse and distribution fulfillment centers all over the country. And really, we're, we're uh, you know, we're we're a technology company with a network of warehouses and and we help companies fulfill orders and make sure you know everybody that buys stuff on Black Friday and Cyber Monday all happen to get where it's supposed to go so so we're kind of the back end to the to a lot of the front end work that happens with a lot of these customers so we have uh, gosh a ton of employees so we've been in business for 22 years and and we keep growing every year and and really the technology that we have is something that uh, really allows us to help customers uh, make sure they have the right stuff in the right place at the right time. So we love yeah. we love what we do. That's obviously essential that if people are buying things for Black Friday or even with the upcoming holiday season, like people want to know that they're going to get what they ordered on time, uh, especially Absolutely. for last minute shoppers like myself. Uh, so to kick things off, I'd actually love your hot take on a hot topic that I've seen kind of popping up in the e-commerce world right now. Um, so I read a study that said that nowadays a lot of uh, customers actually expect that a business is going to have free shipping for Black Friday. Um, do you think this should be the expectation or do you think there is some wiggle room for uh, e-commerce brands for their Black Friday, Cyber Monday shipping promotions? Well, you know, I'm sure the the you know it, it, it there's no such thing as free. It's costing somebody something, of course, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so they have to they have to figure out a way to either build that into the costs or or um, come up with ways to to minimize the 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 cost of offering you know that kind of uh, of uh, of service or or incentive to get to get people to buy. But, uh, you know, it, 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 I don't think it's probably going to go away anytime soon. I think it's going to be, mm -hmm. it's going to continue to be something that just uh, retailers use and, and, and merchants use to uh, incent um, uh, consumers. Right. And so, um, you know, if, if, if there's a perceived uh, cost savings there um, because of that kind of marketing or that kind of, uh, language around, uh, you know, something free, then, you know, it, I don't know whether it's, it, it's, there's no such thing as free, but it is very effective marketing. So I don't think yeah. it's going to go away anytime soon, I guess, is probably how I think about it. Yeah, I would agree with you. I think like, what I've heard a lot when people are talking about Black Friday discounts is try to play around with it, but also think like what stays true to your brand. Like maybe you normally have some sort of like free shipping threshold and now that's why it's like temporarily 
everything or you know so you can still not discount so hard that you kind of hurt your bottom line um right. so right. like like you said free is never free for uh for the business right they, they they're going to have a certain amount of cost um to to make yeah. sure that that product gets to the right place to and gets delivered to the right person and and um they just have to figure out how to you know the, the old marketing squeeze the balloon to figure out where to put that that cost mm -hmm. And then and then see if they can you know make it work with their with all their accounting folks. So it's a, yeah, it's a struggle. I think every you know <laughs> doesn't matter merchant big or small they they mm -hmm. they have to deal with that for sure. Yeah, and, and you of know, course, mm -hmm. oh please. You know, go. I was going to say about the the consumer side, right? The uh -huh. you know yeah. I don't think you know I have um, you know four kids and and you know it's I call it the the P problem. They don't they don't have any patience. They don't, they don't, aren't very good at planning. And, you know, if there's a little premium involved, it doesn't seem to bother them. So, so they, so I think with the consumers doing that, then you're, you're probably going to have that kind of activity on the, on the other side, on the merchant side. Absolutely. I think I love the way that you use kind of like a metaphor for this. Um, thinking about this, so of course, some brands really wait until last minute to, to get ready for Black Friday. But in an ideal world, um, and I'm especially interested in your opinion, because you understand maybe the logistics that have to go into preparing for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, when should retailers really start to prepare for this rush in this high traffic period? Well, I, you know, I, I think an overall the overall health of that of that supply chain can't be about you know one maybe one day or a couple of day of you know events. Mm -hmm. I mean they're obviously they they're probably um, thinking about volume and spikes and and making sure they're they're positioned to handle that. But I think what what really ought to happen for most merchants and what I see and what we uh, consult with our clients about a lot is the overall. Uh, supply chain, the integrity and the health of that overall. Uh, so it's it's not designed to to really uh, be about one event or you know one mm -hmm. one day or even a even a short holiday season. Even though they might sell a big portion of their goods over that over that holiday season or over that same you know whatever their seasonality is for their businesses. Um, but thinking about uh, the timing and all the things that happen from a logistics perspective to make sure that the the success is, you know, we don't run out of something and everything gets to right where it needs to be and you don't end up with too much. I mean, it's this constant mm -hmm. balance. And so we we work a lot with clients around how how to look at that overall, that overall um, supply chain to make sure um, uh, their, their position. So a lot of forecasts, mm -hmm. a lot of discussions around, you know, velocity and how fast they need to replenish and and what those what those uh, supply chains look like from the manufacturer to to a distribution center and then from a distribution center into maybe last mile locations and then last mile you know on out and and that strategy around that entire uh, journey um, is where we probably spend you know the bulk of our our time with clients just making sure that that solution makes sense and then and then uh, layer in on top of that uh, hopefully effective solution to to manage the spikes in volumes so that's really what we we spend a lot of time on so it's a little different for everyone and those <laughs> yeah. those uh every product uh is different the, the time it takes to make it the time it takes to get it you know into a packaging the time it takes to get it into the 
into the supply chain so that, you know, whether it becomes a, a, a finished good and when that can start becoming active inventory to start selling through the networks that they might sell through, um, uh, there is super hard to have a one size fits all. And, and so what we've learned over the last 20 years is you have to look at it kind of on a, you can, you can create categories, but, but you can't, can't create kind of a one, a one stop or one, one solution model. It's just super hard to do that for, you know, unless you're just selling one thing and then maybe it's yeah, easy. True. I think that's really great advice. And I think we see this like in so many different aspects of making a strategy for your e-commerce store, whether it's like the pages that you're creating or the tactics um, that go there, like nothing is really like there are best practices that work for a lot. But as you said, like even two businesses that sell something really similar, maybe they have the way that they create their product is different. And then, like you said, some of those timelines might not match up. So I, I think your advice is pretty on point here that you have to really kind of look at the strategy that's going to work for your brand and maybe work your way backwards on all the things that need to be in place for success, not only during like a high volume period, but, but year round. Yeah. I wish there was a sort of an easy button for it. And, you know, in the yeah. last few years, I mean, I think the, you know, the whole world has been introduced to a messed up supply chain and, mm -hmm. and it used to be sort of nobody, really gave much thought to how stuff ended up, you know, on the shelf or in the front front of your house or wherever it ended up so that you could get it. Mm -hmm. it just it just was an assumed, you know, that's just it just works, right? The supply chain just works. And and then you throw a, you know, a pandemic in the mix and and boy did that change everyone's I mean, yeah. I think the word supply chain probably was said in the last three or four years more than it ever has been in history and and mm. and so that uh, obviously put a big focus on on supply chain and how resilient they are how how ineffective they are with just a little bit of of uh, stress you know and you know banks do stress testing and all kinds of companies yeah. do stress testing, but the supply chain didn't do very much um no. but we we got a we got a, a lesson in that for sure the last uh, few years so Absolutely. I'm kind of thinking about these lessons and the strategies. So thinking about um, maybe strategies for different aspects of a business, like what are some strategies that business can use to maximize their revenue during Black Friday, um, considering maybe any angle that, that you think is important? Could be shipping and fulfillment, could be supply chain. So there's really probably two things that, that we're seeing today. Um, um, you know the discussions around uh, the the whole concept around Black Friday and Cyber Monday is is mm -hmm. super competitive, and and um, I think there's going to be some trends to to see how effective uh, some merchants might be at at doing um, you know marketing before those days or maybe mm -hmm. between those days or after those days. I, so um, some of the comments we've heard from from the from the market is that uh, it's super hard to compete with the Amazons and the the great big retailers out there, right? So if you're a merchant and you're trying to compete with that, you get there's so much noise from a marketing perspective when people are searching for things that you just can't you can't you know you can't get any oxygen out there. You can't get to the front page or you can't get where you need to be without just spending a ton a ton of money. 
and the the big retailers tend to they tend to be taking up all that all that space. So yeah. so I think there's going to be a, a a little bit of a shift towards towards this you know this you know instead of a Black Friday it might be you know a, a, a whole week of Black Fridays or some somehow to try to mm -hmm. create a, a an opportunity for for some visibility or some 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 uh, some marketing some creative marketing work to get uh, to get out and reach the consumer and touch those buyers um, in different ways other than just competing with everybody on one day. Um, and so I think those are some things that we're, we're starting to see and, and working with um, our clients on, okay, let's, let's prepare two weeks early. Let's start thinking about what that looks like. And downstream from that, from a success perspective, it takes some of the pressure off of that supply chain. You know, now, now there's, there's more capacity, there's more trucking, there's more last mile, there's more um, line haul, there's more everything in, in so that you don't have this concentrated, you know, laser into one 24 hour, one 36 hour, one 48 hour time period. And, and so I think there's uh, going to be a little bit of a trend uh, to do that. And the other, the other thing that we're seeing a lot in and really, um, kind of what our superpower is at smart is helping what I, it's a positioning um, battle right so if you can deliver you know if if a customer can find your product and they need it and they they want it quickly if you've positioned that inventory correctly in the right locations to without having to pay expedited or premium costs for shipping uh, then you can in essence compete with this this you know almost same day in in next day kind of service without having to pay for that on the back end by mm -hmm. by creating a if you have a network that you can get inventory spread out and have it close to where your where your markets are um, there's a there's a real trend right now to to push into that kind of and in, in, in the market and the the big retailers have you know they've they sort of have a monopoly on that right so they've been mm -hmm. doing that for years and 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 they're they're really, really good at it, but an individual merchant that might want to do something on their own really struggles with that, and and so they they're looking for help to figure that out, and and uh, and I think those are going to be some things that uh, sort of levels that playing field over time if there are companies that can help do that, and and uh, that's that's probably the two concepts that I see around you know success strategies for 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 you know, these particular you know big shopping. Uh, events like a Black Friday or a Cyber Monday, or, or you know, certainly this holiday season, is try to look at the marketing component of it, how you're going to, you know, get noticed, yeah. and then, and then look at the 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 last mile or the positioning component of that to make sure that, you know, if if everything's equal and and you can get your product delivered to to a buyer. You know the same day or the next day without paying you know three times the shipping charge or you know a big mm -hmm. big cost um then that that saves a ton of margin and allows you to compete with the you know some of these big guys with big budgets there you go i love these tips because especially because like you said as for if you're a smaller company and you're trying to break out in that buzz during that time of the year i think there there's definitely going to be a really big challenge so very uh, practical advice. It actually reminds me like I've been watching some like Shark Tank reruns lately and I don't remember which company it was, but like one of their big critiques was that they were like 
they were in the West Coast, their shipping was on the East Coast, and their like customers were somewhere totally different. And it was so expensive. So I think, like you said, having kind of these smart strategy to optimize that maybe is a really good hook. And also what you said about kind of stretching this period more than just like one window. Um, I'm curious what your thoughts were. I know in uh, Prime Days, because now I saw there was like a really popular article which talked about how many brands are hopping on this as kind of like a, a second Black Friday-esque period. Right. Do you think right. there'll be more of these kind of like moments popping up throughout the year inspired by Amazon or other brands? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think, I mean, you, you, you see it in, you know, Europe and Asia and some other places, and I think you'll see more of that here. Um, you know, whether they, you know, it gets tied to some sort of a holiday or if that gets, you know, mm -hmm. becomes, a, you know, if they, if they do it right, um, the reasons the, the, you know, the, the prime days are successful, I mean, they've got a lot, a lot of horsepower so they can kind of create this market, um, mm -hmm. by focusing all this energy into one day. Um, you know, the, the, the trick for the, the smaller or the medium-sized companies that are trying to, they're going to have to figure out. So, you know, the Shopify's may have to have their days or the, you know, eBay's yeah, have, all, all <laughs> these different, different platforms are going to have their days. And, and that should be, I think that'll be, um, powerful and, and valuable to, to really help even that out a little bit. Cause it shouldn't be all just, you know, one or two companies get to do that and nobody else gets to do it. So there's no reason why I'm, Christmas, Christmas can't come for everybody. There we go. I think there's plenty of joy to spread around and plenty of right. eager shoppers. Right. Uh, right. So maybe thinking about these busy periods, what do you see as like the biggest areas for potential liability? I know that's something maybe brands have to kind of think about as well with everything they've got going on. Yeah. So on, on, on the back end, on the logistics side, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's not as complicated probably for the, part that we do um you know the, the service that we provide clients but on the front end we do hear um a lot of conversations today around you know the the security side i mean it's i mean if they have websites i mean i, I think there's a, a pretty um you know the consumer the antennas are up on the consumer right now they're worried about you know their their your personal data now you know their credit card information mm -hmm. the security side of of shopping online as it gets more and more um mainstream there's worry that their data is going to be you know so i think those are some of the liability things that that i hear about um you know there's there's you know different things on on their um uh, inventory levels that can create liability so you know it's you know let's say you have something that's really popular and mm -hmm. you brought in you know 10,000 of them and you and you you turned on your your marketing and your website and you sold 20,000 of them so that now what do you do how's that work yeah <laughs> and, and that creates cuz you don't know right you don't know what what when somebody starts clicking those buttons that could be really rewarding or it could be really worrying uh depending on how many clicks and 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 so that creates a, a liability situation with that with that so how do you make sure that you have enough real-time information and you have your inventories locked down and you know exactly where you are and because if, if there's a disconnect there if you've got somebody selling something and somehow the data isn't connected to your 
to what you really have to sell, that can create some. So those are probably the two things that I see mm -hmm. the most. I mean, it's around inventories um, not being synced up. We help a, with a lot of real-time information. Our platform is is really um, uh, super, um, I guess, aware of, of how that works with with these online, um, mm -hmm. you know, these these platforms, these marketplaces. And so, if but if that's there's a disconnect there or a timing problem there, I think that mm -hmm. can Somebody can get in trouble pretty quick around that, and and then again on the security side, of just making sure they have a really secure, you know, their the data, the personal information, you know, all that stuff is protected, and and companies are are getting better at that all the time. So every day it seems like some companies getting hacked, and they're they're yeah. You know, I mean, I just I mean, just almost every day you hear something. Absolutely. And I think actually your tip ties in nicely with the previous conversation I had with another guest who talked about kind of on the conversion optimization side of it. Um, they tested a lot in their store, like with some like CTA buttons, adding different kind of things by the checkout to just like encourage customers to feel like their data was protected or was like a secure mm -hmm. checkout. A lot of tests like this were really successful. But of course, in order to have that information, you have to back it up with that actually being true. Um, so like you said, this is definitely something to focus on. Uh, that way people feel secure. Because uh, if I have the choice between two brands that sell the same thing and one had this big data leak and the other didn't, I, I think it becomes quite clear who I'm gonna go with. Yeah, it, 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 it'll, it's, that's gonna be a bigger deal in the future, I think, and, mm -hmm. and uh, they're, they're, the I guess the the bad side of the world out there that's constantly trying to cause problems is uh, they're 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 getting smarter too, and so it's just going to yeah. be this constant I think <laughs> a constant battle for sure. Absolutely. Um, so I always like to kind of wrap up the podcast with a couple questions um, that I think just to really first of all dive into. I know supply chain is a big part of what you do, um, so maybe just to finish it off. How does a company supply chain relate to their Black Friday success, in your opinion? Well, I think it, you know, kind of goes back to that strategy, right? So yeah. if you, you have to have a strategy um, to make sure that you you have, um, you know, that, it sounds super easy at a high level, yeah. but the right, the right stuff in the right place at the right time. And, and whether you have a strategy of a single inventory, um, whether you have a strategy for multiple, whether your your strategy is around you know um, you know three or four day delivery, one or two day same day delivery, so you have to mm -hmm. put all of that into a plan, and then and then and then think about how that inventory flow is going to work through that strategy. So and and it really becomes alignment. So you want to make sure whatever that strategy is that you're going to go to with your consumer, your product, make sure that your supply chain behind that aligns. So, um, you know, our our little tagline is, you know, custom solutions. And and so so that's what we spend a lot of time making sure the the strategy for what you're trying to the expectation at the consumer level mirrors is aligned with your supply chain expectations. And so that's that's where we we spend a lot of time. and. And if you can get the the data aligned and the physical network aligned and the marketing strategy aligned, usually those companies do do really well. I mean that's a that's sort of Christmas every day kind of a scenario for for a customer. So that would be my recommendation. That's 
absolutely. Thanks. I think that's a great tip. And like you said, like the customer side expectation really has to align with what it is that you're able to offer. Um, right. So maybe to finish it off, I always like to hear from guests, what do you think is the biggest mistake that brands make when it comes to their like customer journey um, and their kind of brand success? It could be on Black Friday or it could be year round, whatever angle you prefer. I would tell you that um, it, it, I think they underestimate the, what mm. the requirement is on the supply chain side. I think, uh, I, so back to my comment about it wasn't, no one really um, thought about it. It just showed up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when, I, when I need it, I go to the store, I get it, or when I need to order, it shows up. And, mm -hmm. I, and I don't think there was a full appreciation of, of how much work. So we always say it's a really easy thing to draw on a, on a whiteboard, but it's a really hard thing to make happen in real life. And, mm -hmm. and so you think, well, I got to, I'm going to buy it from here or I'm going to get it manufactured somewhere and I'm going to bring it in and I'm going to sell it and everyone, you know, so it sounds super simple, but there is a lot of complexity that goes into that. And, and I think it, I think the biggest thing that I see companies do is they underestimate, um, they underestimate the supply chain, um, the, 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 they miss some of those, some of those things that could cause problems mm -hmm. along the way. Or they underestimate the magnitude of what those could, the delays, the, the, you yeah. know, to be that they can't even get something through customs. They don't think about, you know, that gets flagged and they don't have something labeled right and customs sits on it for a month and they miss Christmas. I mean, you just yeah. never, there's just a lot of things that can cause. So I would say the number one thing that I hear, um, kind of the, the, you know, the, the horror stories for companies that are, um, is the the planning around making sure that they've they've given themselves enough time and they've thought through, or they've got some partners that have helped them think through all of those situations that might might um, catch them that they hadn't thought of. And again, the, you know, <laughs> you know, it, it, when I when I you know first started in this business, I mean, you couldn't even get a supply chain degree. So I mean, they haven't. Yeah. It's not like we all woke up and we were supply chain experts every day. So. <laughs> well, thank you so much for all the great tips you had today, Carl. I think uh, there's a lot of great kind of golden nuggets that people can pull from this episode. But in case they want to follow you or hear more of your advice, where is the best place that they can uh, get some of these information if they're eager for more? Sure. So they can always, you know, always contact us at smartwarehousing um, or smartwarehousing.com. And, and uh, we have, we have a team of people here in our solutions department and they're happy to help them or answer any questions or if there's anything that they need assistance with, we'd uh, love to love to help. All right. Well, I'll be sure to add that to our show notes and thank you so much for joining me today, Carl. And that's it for this episode of Click to Buy. All right. Very good. Thank you.